Hi, I'm Connie, and this is From Chaos to Peace with Connie, where I explore, sometimes solo and often with a guest, how a few minutes a day can keep the chaos away. And with chaos, I'm talking about the physical, digital, social, financial, mental, emotional, and spiritual clutter that can accumulate in our life. Let's do this. Well, hello, my friend, and thank you so much for allowing me back into your ears. This is episode number 114 of the From Chaos to Peace podcast, where you learn how a few minutes a day keep the chaos away and how clutter is so much more than what you think. So now, this week, on March 3rd, my little podcast baby turns two years old, and it for sure has been an interesting ride. And even though a lot of my mental clutter evolves around not wanting to boast and brag or talk about myself, I had actually planned a celebration episode today to congratulate myself publicly for being so bold starting this podcast and for having consistently published an episode per week for over two years, celebrating 114 episodes. But then, recent world events don't really make me want to celebrate. It doesn't feel right. You might feel just as shocked and horrified by the events like me and also feel helpless because there is really not much we can do. Or is there? I do believe we're all connected. Everything on earth and in the universe is connected. So when I look from that angle, I know I can do something. I can make sure that I send out loving thoughts and peaceful energy. Now you might think, oh, Connie, that sounds woo-woo and is not really going to help anyone. So let me make it practical for you to see that it actually does help someone, including you. We all can make sure we ourselves are not behaving in aggressive ways in our everyday life, not towards others around us, especially those who might have different opinions and beliefs than we do. But also, maybe even more importantly, not towards ourselves by beating ourselves up for stuff that in the grand scheme of events are minor things anyways. So if we focus on being loving, understanding, tolerant and have compassion with ourselves and others around us, others in our bubble and in our world, and make sure we're not acting aggressive towards us or anyone around us, we raise the energy and vibration of everyone, because everything is connected, remember, and that's what I believe we can do for peace on earth. Okay, now that I said that, let's move into today's topic of consistency. You hear me say a lot, A few minutes a day, keep the chaos away, which already talks about consistency. But I wanted to make a separate episode about consistency for a while now. Actually, I had it planned for episode 100, but then I didn't. And I put it on the back burner again. But then last week, I got an email from one of my subscribers, which clearly showed that I need to talk about consistency today on the two-year anniversary episode. 
So let me read to you part of what that person wrote to me. I just want to thank you for doing what you do. Your consistency, your passion and care are my motivation. Have you ever doubted your own journey and your dreams? I'm so cluttered in my mind. I feel I'm not where I want to be. It's my fault, not following through and all. Do you have any episodes on following through and consistency, not doubting one's own decision? My heart really goes out to this person. And of course, I send a personal email back answering the questions in detail. But I also knew I needed to talk about it here on the podcast. First off, I want to say the title to this episode is, of course, a bit cheeky on purpose, because the secret to consistency is, of course, to just be consistent. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. And my coach, Brooke Castillo, she said on one of the coaching calls recently, if you ask me how to be consistent, it's like you asking me how to get up and out of your chair. We all know how to be consistent. We just have to do it. There is no secret to it, no magic to it. But of course, when we say we can't be consistent, what we mean is we said we want to do something, but then when that time comes, our brain tells us, oh, no, I don't feel like it. I'm not motivated. And then we give in to that whiny brain instead of following through with our plans. My brain is actually world class in that. All brains are in a way. Why? Well, I talked about that in episode 87, the motivational triad. Have you listened to that? I say in there, our brain seeks one, comfort, two, wants to avoid all pain, and three, it wants to be efficient. And efficient, in our brain's opinion, is not doing anything and for sure not anything scary or out of our comfort zone. It's all about conserving energy. You can go listen to that episode 87 after this one to learn more. It's a very popular one here on my podcast. My brain, just like yours, and just like any brain, is, like I said, seeking comfort, wants to avoid pain at all costs, and wants to be efficient and conserve energy. So the short answer and the secret to consistency is to not listen to your brain, to override your brain, or how my coach says, to obey me and my goals and plans instead of listening to my brain in the moment. If you are a parent, think of how many times your children don't want to brush their teeth or take a bath or clean up their room or sometimes something as simple as putting on clothes or shoes. You still insist that they do these things because you know they need to. It's in their interest and you as a parent make sure they do it. Well, you can be that parent to yourself and tell your whiny brain, I'll hear you, but we're going to do it anyways. It's to make a plan, like planning your day or planning your week in your calendar, and then follow that plan without having energy draining internal fights and conversations with your brain about how you don't feel like it or are not motivated. You just don't listen to it and do what you have planned. You wouldn't make plans with a client or a friend or a family member to meet and then when the time comes just not show up because you believed your brain and you didn't feel like it and your brain doesn't want to. 
No, in that situation, most of us would agree that we have to show up, that there is no discussion unless we are sick, of course, or have a real emergency. What is so obvious for most of us when we talk about plans and appointments we have with others, we just don't seem to be able to do that for ourselves. It's almost like we are agreeing with our brain that the client and friend is more important and worthy to keep our word than to do the same with ourselves. But this is also a habit. If I have the habit of not showing up for myself and the more then I don't show up for myself, the more this habit becomes automatic. And trust me, just because I showed up every week for two years with a weekly episode, sometimes I even had more than one episode per week, that doesn't mean I don't struggle with consistency and that I don't struggle obeying myself and showing up for myself and my plans and goals. To give you an example, I had started blogging in February 2015. My very first blog post I actually posted almost to the day five years before I uploaded my very first podcast episode. I just realized that when I was preparing for this episode. But with blogging, I never managed to be consistent. For five years, I told myself, now I will be consistent. Now I will write and publish a blog post every single week. And over and over, I didn't show up for me and my business. How sad. I just checked my website. So in 2015, I put out 23 blog posts instead of 52. In 2016, it was only 14. In 2017, it was 16. In 2018, it was 18. And then in 2019, before my life fell apart, I managed to post eight. <laughs> this, even though every new year, like I said, I would tell myself, this year I'm going to be consistent. Even during the year, I would try again and again and tell myself, from now on, for sure, I will publish weekly but then I wasn't. It has been a very different story with the podcast. I've not missed a week, even if I had to work overtime and or record the Sunday before to have something published by Monday. I published 52 episodes in 2020, 54 in 2021, and nine so far in 2022. And since we are in week nine, I'm right on track and I haven't missed publishing an episode in 107 weeks in a row. I was thinking long and hard why I can be consistent with the podcast, but not with the blog. Because some people say that having a podcast is easier because you don't have to write and edit a blog post. You can just turn on the microphone and start talking. But that's actually not the case for me. I do write something first. That's how I sort my thoughts. And then I record. So in that sense, it's not even easier for me. It's a longer process to have a podcast compared to a weekly blog. So what's the secret then? Well, here are a few things that I tried out and that worked for me. You have to hustle until you have momentum. That's what my coach said the other day on a coaching call. And it's true in a way. But now, if you don't like the word hustle, I can tell you, you have to be intentional and keep going, parenting your mind and do it until you have momentum. And it needs less energy to override your brain and you get into the habit of doing it despite the whiny brain. You made it a non-negotiable. 
Once you are in it, you might be like me and become competitive and protective of what you achieved so far. And you will make sure that you don't lose that momentum, but build on it. Until you are at that momentum, you really have to parent your brain and hustle or be intentional. Another thing you could try and that I tried is the five second rule by Mel Robbins. It works for me for some stuff, but not necessarily for the podcast. But I wanted to mention it anyways. I wrote a blog post about this book back in 2017 because I really loved it. But as you noticed, it didn't help me to post a blog post every week in 2017, even though I loved the thought of counting back from five to zero, like five, four, three, two, one, go, and just doing it. It works for me for other stuff, like making phone calls that I'm very nervous or anxious about and stuff like that, but not for the blog. It's still an awesome tip on how you can overcome your whiny brain. But as I said, I use intentions a lot. I talked many times on the podcast already about intentions and that I do intentions instead of resolutions in the beginning of the year. And then I review these intentions every new moon and set them anew or revise them and adjust them as well as I keep them front and center throughout the month. I look at them at least once a day with intention, <laughs> pun intended. And if you listen to this when it comes out on February 28, I want to tell you we have the new moon in Pisces coming up on March 2nd. So use maybe that cosmic energy to set intentions for yourself and start working towards it until you have momentum. Another big thought concept that really helped me was to overcome wanting it to be perfect. And therefore I ended up procrastinating and not doing anything. And I still do that in other areas. And it's really annoying, <laughs> but I'm working on it. But here, the concept of shipping my work, as Seth Godin calls it, or do B-minus work, as my coach Brooke Castillo calls it. B-minus work and shipped is better than not doing it at all. And oftentimes, B-minus work is really good enough and blows someone else's mind. To give you an example, in my experience, often when I think, oh, this podcast episode is not that great, only B minus or oh, this newsletter is really not that good, but it just has to be sent now because it's the deadline and I have to ship it. Often those episodes or emails, I get a lot of positive feedback for. So this just shows our B minus work can blow somebody else's mind and might be often much better than what we consider perfect. So this thought of B minus work in combination with making it a non-negotiable got me to publishing an episode once a week for 107 weeks in a row, staying with it until I had momentum a few minutes a day showing up and improving along the way. But I think that was still not what really tipped it over. I think the following is what got me to succeed. I think it comes down to external accountability. Just what I talked about earlier, that you would never not show up for an appointment or a meeting with a friend, a client or a family member, but you constantly are not showing up for yourself. It's a little bit the same here, I think. While a blog, yes, is public, it's on my website for everyone to see, it's not so easily noticeable if there is consistently posted something every week or not. 
The podcast, on the other hand, is A, more public because it's hosted on a third-party platform. And when someone finds my podcast there, and especially if they subscribe to my podcasts, which I hope you are subscribed, if not, what the heck, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. So anyways, if someone is subscribed to my podcast, I feel it's so much easier for them to see if I publish consistently or not. So there is external accountability, at least in my eyes, and that seems to have made the difference for me. Besides the fact maybe that after five years of failing with consistently publishing a blog post and feeling bad about that, and then going through that very, very challenging low time in my life when everything fell apart, I needed to commit to something and have some kind of success with something. Maybe that played a little bit of a role as well. But I do believe it was mainly the external accountability that did it for me. So thank you so much for holding me accountable, for getting me to publish a weekly podcast episode, to finally succeed at consistency, even to the point that someone reaches out to thank me and ask me how I'm doing it. And if you struggle, maybe external accountability is helping you too to reach the goal you want to reach. So if you struggle with clutter in your home, office, files and finances and tried getting a handle on it, tried several times to form the habit of a few minutes a day that keep the chaos away and you couldn't do it and you are now ready to really make a change, contact me for accountability and tips and guidance and coaching on how to do it. You can message me on Instagram. My handle is I am Connie Graf. You can send me an email or you can sign up for a complimentary Clutter to Clarity consultation. You find the link in the show notes. Okay, my friend, that's it for today. Thanks again and have a beautiful and amazing week. Talk to you next time. Take good care.